All right, so we're talking about the balance, right? Talk about the balance in the space industry, the balance to getting life interplanetary and to be able to live and work in space, to have a job in space. And we also talk about the balance of being a human being. And the balance that I've been playing with for this entire length of this podcast I had probably my whole life, but really that was when I really started noticing it. That's what this podcast has been really great at, is that it allows me to kind of look at myself, to have something, have feedback, to get better, and to put my out there and open and, and, and have to deal with the fact that, hey, you just said it to the internet, which means basically everybody, if they wanted to, could hear that and now what are you going to do are you just going to be are you just going to do what you've done in the past and and not follow up on it or are you going to take this shit seriously and actually follow through so that's been really great about this podcast but as I've talked about a little bit I haven't really done anything in depth but I am an addict in college uh, really now that I look back at it the core of what was going on with me is that I was hopelessly, hopelessly addicted to smoking cigarettes. And because I have that kind of mind, which makes me great at this podcast, it makes me be able to focus at a level that I think most people don't uh, ever push themselves to get to. I am lucky enough, in question marks, that that's the way my mind works, but it also leaves me extremely susceptible to addiction. So it used to be cigarettes. And uh, that was the hardest thing I've ever done was to quit that. And me quitting that corresponds with exactly when this podcast started, essentially. So um, this has also been a journey of me going through my addiction with cigarettes. And uh, it's the best thing I've ever done. Um, There's definitely been fallout with my health afterwards. But that was not just because of the cigarettes. It was also because I wasn't living a good lifestyle. Because, again, my addiction mindset. I, I went to school to learn how to be a rocket scientist to someday launch my own stuff into orbit. I wanted to be hands-on with the rocketry and then realize partway through that, you know, a lot of engineers don't ever get to actually touch the equipment and that really wasn't what I wanted to do so I kind of fumbled my way through the engineering industry trying to find a place in aerospace my grades weren't good enough to do the the book work which you know traditional engineer but I also didn't know enough to go the technician route to you know be more hands-on I had kind of learned that in college that I was more of a hands-on learner than a visual or auditory learner. Everything is, is, a, is a physical aspect for me. If I had known that earlier, I would have changed maybe my path, but hey, we're here now. And so part of that addiction, part of that whole thing, the, re, the way I was able to quit cigarettes was that I transferred, and this is something that, you know, I, I was a scientist about it. I was writing into a notebook and at times I was in full tears as I was writing because I, I just, I couldn't get out of my own way. That's how strong the habitual behavioral pattern was. And obviously the fact that cigarettes are highly addictive uh, in themselves. 
So I had the, the combo going on, and so I was journaling. That's something I picked up, and, and it's something I continued today. And that was how I was able to focus my mindset on getting out of this. And the thing that got me out was being a scientist and observing and, and talking to people. There's a lot of people I worked with was working in injection molding at the time. And, you know, it's, it's, it's blue collar people, man, you know, and, and there were a lot of people at that time that did smoke cigarettes and we would go out on breaks and, um, you know, uh, there were also a lot of people that had quit that would try and every once in a while be outside to hang out because there is a social aspect to it. That's definitely powerful. And I think really what I got addicted to, because I am a social person and it was the, the, the fear of losing that social connection, that ability to come up and talk to anybody. And just because you had that mutual connection, you almost had a kinship and, and you could start further along in the process of having a conversation with someone and learning something about someone and hearing something new from somebody else. And I think that's why I love podcasting. And so this has been... This has been a journey for sure. This is much better than smoking cigarettes, I'll tell you that much. But those people that would come out that had quit, I would always talk to them and I would always say, you know, what did you do to quit? Some people took medicine that blocked in their brain the certain pathways that were allowing them to have the addiction and it's, it kept them away from it long enough so that they could get away from it. Some other people had other stronger reasons you know, one one guy, John, had a baby boy, his first son, and when he tried to keep it away from his son, and then his son made a face like, oh, you stink one day, and that was it. That was enough for him to change it, and that was when I knew that I was, I was because I knew I didn't have a reason strong enough to quit. Luckily, I had, again, luckily, question mark, I had a whole bunch of ear infections that at the time were... I had probably three or four throughout the year and had to have multiple rounds of antibiotics, which I think is what my gut issue is now because of that. And, you know, just basically nuking my microbiome for an entire year. And now I'm slowly building that back up. But the medication that I was on, the antibiotics, told me that I couldn't smoke. And I was on a heavy dose. I was going to be at least two weeks. And that was enough for me to step away. And I even had to have a pack with two American spirits in my, my glove box above the, in the car, because I, would, I was driving an hour and a half every day. So that was a, that was, I was bored. So that was something I did, but I had to have that, that option that it was there, that they weren't gone, because if they were gone, then I would go right back to it. That's just, I, I had learned from trying to quit a whole bunch of times. And now, if we circle this all back, we talk about the balance, we circle this all back, this comes back to where we are at the show. I set myself a goal, an experiment, to see if I could actually do it weekly. I finally have, have kind of wor worked more in my character and my confidence, and I, I'm at a certain level now that I'm now finally able to, to push myself and to be more disciplined and organized to do every week for the show and the, at the end of the year this is a great experiment the show has grown a lot we've seen a lot more growth with the show more people are listening we're so happy for you to be a part of this but 
I am out of balance. We talk about how, you know, NASA is a little too theory heavy and, and they've been doing a lot of theoretical work and they, they've been developing things, but they're not in the business or the repetition or the mindset of repeatable launchability and even launching humans at the space. You know, the, the Soyuz system, the Russian system is what is sending astronauts into to the ISS and into space. That's how our human program is played. Um, so they are out of whack. SpaceX moves extremely, extremely quickly, and sometimes they move too quickly. But that, at the same time, testing, you need to fail in testing. And the balance is to fail enough times in testing that then you don't fail when the risk is at, at the highest, which is what they're starting to move to, which is sending human beings into orbit. And so their balance is, can they fail enough times and learn enough in their failure in testing without human beings to be able to launch a system that even if something goes wrong, the astronauts are safe and we don't lose life because as we've seen through history, losing life is the killer of a space program. It happened with the shuttle. It almost happened with Apollo. And if, if world war wasn't at stake and, and complete utter annihilation from nuclear you know, fallout, I don't think we would have continued. I think we would have scrubbed the program. So what I've been doing, I, you know, I, I've been doing it weekly and it's been great. It's been great for me, but I am, I am out of balance. There are, there are things that I need to put this podcast. I need to figure out a way to do it. That balances my life. And it's, it's, I am because of my addiction, I'm going to headstrong and it's literally not allowing me to see clearly. And so that's, that's where my addiction is, 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 is it's, it's probably an obsessive compulsion thing. I, I'm not sure if it's OCD. I, I'm not sure what it is. It's just how my brain works. So knowing that I can now make adjustments to build my life around that. And that's something that's been great about that. I've learned with the podcast and I, I want to keep doing this. And so I'm trying to figure out a way to do it right now. It looks like, you know, I'm going to be more structured this next year. One of the things I've done that's been great, but it also feeds my addiction and my addictive side is the full just creative process of like every week, something new and the process of figuring out how to get that to work. And if I could just sit down, turn on the mic, talk my mind and put something out, that might happen. But that's not what the show is. And it's not right to you guys for me to just sit down and say stuff that might not be true. It might not be correct if you're learning from this podcast. So while we're not aiming for 100% correctness because we're human and I want to show the fact that a scientist can be wrong and that it's, it's actually scientific to say I don't know or, or I was wrong and this is the correct thing, I also want I also don't want it to be zero. So I'm, I'm trying to do my best to, to make sure that it's a very, very rare occasion that I give you something that's incorrect. And so I'm going to be planning out next year a lot more. I'm going to be spending the time to do that. I will be figuring that out through this Christmas season. That's, that's going to be my next thing to figure out here. So from what I've seen from what's been going on with the podcast, 
you know, the balance, this, this type of thing. We're going to do this probably once a month. We're also going to get involved in a new thing called People of Science, which is where we're going to talk about people living who are actually today. We're going to try and interview them and ask them about what got them into science and, you know, things about their child. Like, just so you can see that a, a scientist is not just somebody. Because scientist is a weird word. It's a very general wor- word in the, in the in popular you know, in the zeitgeist, a scientist is someone that wears a lab coat, but you don't, there's so much more to being a scientist. And there's so much more diversity to the human being. And I think for more people to be interested in science, something we talk about a lot behind the scenes of Today in Space, you know, Sarah and I we talk about things that can really help to grow the influence of science so that more people can start learning logic and uh, being able to think on their own and use a scientific method to solve the problems that we have around the world. It's just to understand that there's so many people that close science out as an option because they think they have to be someone in a lab coat, but that's not true. And so we're going to talk to people, talk to people who are actually doing science or they've done science, see what their background was, what got them interested in it. But we're also going to talk about people throughout history, some of the famous people and, and talk more about who they were as people talk about their flaws and talk about the things that 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 fascinated them because at the end of the day if you're going to get into science the thing that most of us never ever deal with in college we learn about the information we learn about how to be scientific but we don't learn how to be humans and we don't learn that there's so much else out there and the the most beneficial the people that that have the most benefit and have the most I feel like in my experience, because I went to school with engineering, I've seen a lot of engineering people, there's something, there's something of an advantage to people that know other people, family members, they were involved in a program early, like a, like a robotics program, and they just hung out with other people. The earlier you know that you can be a part of science and that it's okay, the, then the longer you have spent thinking about science and then you are at an advantage because you've put the time in you've just spent more time on the problem on the problems and if we can help get people started a little bit earlier or just at the very least think that science is an option for them in some way in some part of the field that leads us towards people being able to get into the space industry when living and working in space becomes a reality because there's going to be a need for literally every job we have on earth in space at some point if we can get people to realize that that's possible for them and not oh i'm not smart enough to do that that's horse you are you just need to figure you just need to learn a little bit more you just need to spend more time with it and understand that it is possible for you to be involved in science so we're going to do that and we're also going to be following along with this commercial crew program and see how their success is with 2020 with them starting to send human beings into space both boeing and spacex and that's it that's what we're going to be working on we're really looking forward to this this new year 2020 i can't believe this is the year 2020 um we don't have flying cars but it's going to be an amazing year and that's it um i hope you have a great new year please be safe um and continue learning and realize science is for everybody uh that's it folks have a great day